This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stegger! Welcome back, everybody. This is another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast. Uh, join with me as always. Well, actually, it's been a not while. as always, but he is back. Your boy, say something, AJ. He is back. He's ready. He's recently engaged and back from Scotland, ready to tear it up. That is true, ladies. You missed your opportunity, but that's totally on you. I mean, this podcast has been going for about two and a half years now. You guys didn't make the move. You didn't come up on Twitter and say, yo, what up? So, you know what? Uh, Kaylin's about to lock him down. So, sorry, down. ladies. Uh, Maya's not a fan of that either, apparently. Nope. Uh, sorry, that Maya. being said, uh, Jared is also gone now. So, it's going to be a little while before we get the full crew back. Um, Vacation. We're dude. looking at next week. Yes, I know. I'm the only one that is actually dedicated to this podcast. I, I get it. I get no it. exotic trips. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, ain't got time for that. Uh, that being said, uh, you guys know the drill. We're going to talk about our teams, how they did this last weekend, uh, preview the games coming up, get a little flexi action at the end of it, and then we'll get you guys out of here. So uh, without further ado, I need to catch my breath, AJ. Talk about the Eagles. You're going to say, I, I want to talk about the last couple of weeks. So I am going to go back to the Vikings game. Boom. Nick, suck it. 24-7. Wasn't 38-7. to Amazing win. Good job, squad. Let's look at the Commanders game. I couldn't actually watch it because I was in Scotland, and you cannot really watch the games there. It's almost impossible. So I downloaded an app. I listened to it. I paid $10 for this friggin' radio app. Uh, we absolutely slaughtered them. Carson Wentz, you're just not good. I was like, I made the mistake years ago. Again, to all of our listeners who once heard me say Carson Wentz was, was the truth. I apologize. He's not. I was wrong. Um, and then obviously, I mean, it, it just feels good. Uh, looking at 4-0, I think we talked about this before the season started. And I said, realistically, we should be 4-0 facing the Cardinals. I did think that we were going to maybe falter on a game. I was worried about that Detroit game, as we should have been. But looking at this team, our defense has been playing out of their minds. Hassan Reddick, actually the last three NFC defensive players of the week, all been Eagles players. Hassan Reddick, absolute monster. Two forced fumbles, two sacks, two fumble recoveries. James Bradbury has been amazing. Darius Slay, hope he can play, is dealing with a forearm injury. A.J. Brown is the absolute truth. Devontae Smith in that commander's game. Sheesh! absolute beast. Uh, And what I'm seeing from Jalen Hurts, I have had my doubts. Those are starting to honestly dissipate. He is proving that at least this year, he should be in the talks. Again, this is through four weeks that he is at least an MVP candidate. I'm not going to say he's going to win it or he's the current running favorite, but he's been playing like a beast. AJ Brown is the third most receiving yards this season so far. Devontae Smith looks good. Dallas Goddard looks amazing. I have a lot of high hopes. I don't think we're going to go and win the Super Bowl. I really don't. But I do have high hopes. There is reason to believe that the Eagles can do something this year. And if you have any kind of bits and pieces, thank you, of the Eagles offense, you're a very smart person. Well done. Nick took Jalen Hurts for me. Still mad about it. Yep. But I'm not giving him up. Uh, in fact, I might trade him to Maryland. I would end your life. I Maybe. But if she has any Lamar Jackson, I mean, there's only one quarterback in she the league. Three there's only one quarterback you really want in the league right now better or more than Jalen Hurts, and I would say that that's got to be Lamar. Correct. Um, Correct. You're totally right. Uh, he He's probably not the front runner for the MVP, but he's for sure top three, if not number two. Um, I'm not really sure who would be in front of him other than Lamar. I mean, I Mahomes look pretty Allen good. I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put Allen there either. Uh, but also, even, even Mahomes... Had like one down game, I think week two or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas Jalen really hasn't had a down game yet. Um, ex- unless you want to consider this last one a down game. I don't think he threw a touchdown. We, we just ran but the he ball still, so well. Yeah, still exactly. I mean, it was wet out. Miles Sanders just crushed it. Um, he's on my fantasy team. Know, um, he's on like all my fantasy teams, actually. I'm about to get attacked by my cat. Um, you did it last year and it absolutely hurt you. You did it this year. And I remember you sighing when you picked him up. I'm just being like, ah, well, great call. Great you know, call. I'm a, you, you know, I'm a big mouth. He was going to be good coming out of college. Um, but definitely, Definitely. My cat is messing with my microphone. I'm sorry, guys. Um, definitely Miles Sanders is the way to uh good 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 low budget. Let's get off let's get off Miles Sanders. Let's talk about the Vikings. <laughs> um so we got some Viking Saints action. Uh a tale is old as tape, really. Um so the Vikings once again shut down the New Orleans Saints hopes. Uh surprisingly enough, this is the third year in a row that the Vikings had to play Andy Dalton. Really? So yes, yeah, so uh I don't know if you remember 2 years ago, uh he was backing up Dak Prescott and oh we're my like goodness, that's right. We're like Dak went down, we're like we're going to win. No, Andy Dalton beat us. Yeah. It was okay, super frustrating. That. Then last year, uh, Andy Dalton swaps team. He's backing up Justin Fields. Um, and Justin Fields isn't going to play. And we're like, oh, we're going to win. And we actually did win that one. Okay, good. But coming up this year, uh, we got Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's not practicing. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes Andy Dalton, the backup coming in. And I guarantee you, every Vikings fan that actually pays attention and watches the games had to pucker up just a little bit oh, you know yeah. they were you're tight. just you're tight and you're clenching yeah because uh, even during the game it's like you could just feel it in the air that this wasn't going to be a normal butt whooping like it should be right, right. this is going to be a total vikings are going to play to their opponents and they did uh basically their offense looked pretty good except for in the red zone they just couldn't convert touchdowns yeah. i think they had like six or seven scoring drives but only two of them are touchdowns and that's not super ideal uh it's better than not scoring at all right we could be like true the the Jets or something like that or the Brown or I don't know who's who's not scoring well right now Texans maybe yeah yeah they've been really bad so it wasn't quite like that but uh you know we definitely want to see a couple more touchdowns but two weeks in a row Kirk does lead a game winning drive um really fun to watch again if you've been watching this team the last couple of years this is really no surprise the only big surprise is that the defense didn't blow it at the end uh, yeah. granted they almost did uh, the Saints did line up for the game tying field goal um, which shouldn't have been a thing but Greg Joseph of course had to miss an extra point yeah. of course uh, I, be- it was, I believe it was a 60 yarder 61 um, Will Lutz and he, hit just a, uh, and he hit a 60 yarder that game oh yeah it was like two minutes prior to that yeah yeah um, and then if you watched it, you know the double doink happened. Super happy. Uh, that was fun. It was fun to see being on that side. Um, also, it really shouldn't have came down to that point. But that doesn't really matter. A win's a win. And uh, the Vikings are 3-1. and one, And I believe they're second in the NFC right now. Which is crazy. Honestly, if you want to look back, I'm pretty sure the Eagles winning season, when we played them, we were also like the two best teams. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, yep. Kind of the, the, the same ordeal. And I remember me and Caitlin were sitting on the couch watching and I literally jumped up and I screamed. I was like, is that a double doink? And like a second later, they were like, is that a double? And I was like, oh, <laughs> he may said it. Uh, but I love the fact that that's a term now. And I love the fact that you also got to enjoy a double doink because it's that one moment where you're like, <gasps> yes. Okay. Yep, yes. It's out. It's oh, out. I was it's jumping out. up and down. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was just fantastic. Um, and then I'll tell you one thing. If you told Jared, AJ, and I five weeks ago that after week four that the Eagles and the Vikings were going to be the one and two seed in the NFC and the Packers were just not even going to be in the top three, we would have been like, 
absolutely. Like, this is a yeah. no brainer. So like, if you think that this is surprising, I mean, your boys over here call the first Packers suck. Jared, take it. You're on Glissus anyways. But if you do, Probably I want to hear that text. I want, I can't wait for you to text me Saturday morning to be like, how dare you say that? But you know, it doesn't matter because the Vikings are two and the Eagles are one. And I'll give that to you. Because as long as we get to the playoffs, it'll be a fun time. That, that, no, you're 100% correct. Honestly, the way that this is starting out, I did – I'm not going to say I saw this coming, but at least through the first four weeks, I don't think our opponents were – I think our game was probably like the, the one I looked at being like, okay, I could see us going 3-1. and one. But the Eagles are finally beating teams that we should beat. It's a problem that we've had over the past couple of years, excluding the 2017 season, where, again, same thing. We play down to our opponents, and there's an issue there. Nick Sirianni is proving to be an actual good head co- – like a, he's a good head coach. I didn't see it coming. Our defense, I don't like Jonathan Gannon, is actually doing something. Brandon Graham looks good. Hassan Reddick looks good. Jordan Davis, oh my God. But then when you look at the Vikings, it's kind of that same ordeal where they play the Packers, crushed them. Everyone's like, okay, the Vikes are for real. Then they went in the next game, lost, and it was just kind of like, okay, maybe the Vikings aren't good. But over the last two weeks, you look at it and you go, okay, it's definitely an outlier week. So... I'd love to play in the playoffs. Oh, I'd love to play it too. Uh, I, I would absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think I think being in the playoffs would be a lot of fun. Definitely, one of us would be heartbroken. Um, probably me. Um, but but whatever. That's why we watch football. If we want all the time, I won't watch it because that's boring. That is true. And the one thing I will say, I'm going to go back to the Eagles for a second. Through the first three weeks, like we had no injuries. Mm-hmm. Everything went well. I mean, every right right as rain. Going into this week, Darius Slay gets hurt. Vontae Maddox gets hurt. Jordan Mailata gets hurt. It's pouring rain. We're down 14 to nothing. It was actually good to see us move, I mean, progressively through the first three weeks of the season, finally face the adversity. I was like, are you kidding me? We're going to lose the Jags. And then to come back, score 29 unanswered points. That's what I wanted to see was finally face a little bit of adversity after the first three weeks went well. Love to see that comeback. Jalen Hurts again played phenomenal. Our running game is fantastic. Jack Driscoll's an absolute monster. Andre Dillard hopefully can come back this week if Jordan Mailata can't play. Again, I think it's going to be a fun season because between me, you, and Jared, I think all three of our teams should make the playoffs, and that's going to make that playoff race in the NFC very, very fun this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Packers could probably make a wild card. Maybe. You know, maybe seventh. That's they, fine. They improve. Honestly, I think the wide receiver number one for the Packers, because we might not talk about it, is Romeo Dobbs. He's on my team. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the other thing, I don't know if you remember, because I don't remember what you did, but I actually predicted the Vikings to go 6-0. and The opening did six. You? Yeah. It's on our podcast. You guys, you guys were like laughing at me. So far, so good. I mean, minus that one game. Except for that one. You know. Except for that one. Which I do remember we were talking during, I mean, well, this could go either way. Right. But, hey, I'm going to take three and one and run with that. Right. You know, honestly, maybe we go three and two. Maybe we go four and one. I don't know. True. And one thing that was actually kind of refreshing is Cameron, Cameron Dantzler didn't look terrible last week. Yes, he did. Did he really? He had, Dantzler looks the same as he does every week. He has a couple like. Flashy plays. Great. Like, yeah. wow, good job. Like that completely happened on, I think, the very last drive. Andy Dalton took a huge shot. I don't remember who he threw it to. Um, but oh, Dancer Olave. was right there yeah, to yeah. stop it. It was just a perfect coverage. But then he goes through. He just like blows coverages. That's yeah. that's the frustrating thing. It's like when he knows what he's doing, he's actually pretty good. Like he is a quality starting cornerback. But there's so many times, and this has happened every week, where he is just lost in the coverage, and it, and it just totally screws everything up. And if it wasn't Andy Dalton, if it was a better quarterback, 
it would have. I don't know if that game would have went the way it did. Yeah, honestly, the way you describe him reminds me of Jalen Mills. Obviously, I don't think you watch Jalen Mills. That I, much. No, no, no. At least no. on our team, honestly, talking about a double move, this dude would get burnt time and time again. But yet, when it was a short pass, even the Julio Jones, the Falcons playoff game, literally did like a butt bump, knocks Julio Jones out of out of bounds. He looks down, doesn't catch the ball, and you're like, "See, Jalen Mills is, is uh, all pro." Mm-hmm. And then you watch him get burnt on a double move by Paris Campbell, and you're like, "What? Is, what are you doing?" Same thing, but it's know, frustrating. It's it like, is. It's, it you is. Know, the good news for Vikings fans is if you paid attention to the draft, our second round pick, Andrew Booth, finally is practicing full participant. No more of this. Well, he'll probably get injured again. Got a career of injuries. Uh, what and, about scene? I'll say I saw he exited. Oh, my game. gosh. Did you not see that? Oh, did he break his leg? Like in half. That's right. It was gruesome. That's right. Uh, he underwent uh, surgery. It was all successful. Uh, he's still in London right now. Uh, I know he's coming back late this week. Free till Probably tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Uh, the Vikings are probably like, yeah, stay over there. Yeah. You know? I was like, we save some <laughs> um, money. No, that was so brutal. His his leg like literally did a 90-degree angle. And they, they call that an ankle Jeez. fracture, but like it didn't look like an ankle. It, Compound. It looked like, like the middle of his shin. Like literally, oh. seriously, you, go watch this after this when we're watching the game. Go uh, go look at that highlight. You're going to cringe. It's Perfect. it's just awful. Uh, let's move on. We are definitely going a little bit long here. I'm uh, back. I'm so let's it feels good to be talk back. Sorry, about I'm the week five schedule. So coming up in about, oh gosh, 40 minutes here. We've got the Colts visiting the Broncos. The Broncos are favored by three points. Uh, the over-under is 43 and a half. AJ, who do you like in this and why? Give me the under. Give me the Colts. But give me the um, – or no, sorry. Give me the Broncos and then give me the Colts spread. I would, I would say if you could buy that extra half a point, then I would absolutely take it. But at least within this situation, I think it's going to be a three-point game. If not that, honestly, I'm imagining maybe like a 13 – 16 13 17 game that's the only reason why i didn't bet on this game is because that half point it could be a 10 to 17 game but there is one player i want to talk about really quick philip Lindsay. i have him in in the showdown i think he's going to be the guy who's going to score those those short goal line touches i don't think it's going to be naheem hines i don't think it's going to be Deion jackson i think philip Lindsay's going to score at least one touchdown today and that will make a difference uh but i do think yeah, I think that how that's gonna be how it plays out. Uh, give me the Broncos. I think the Colts, without their best weapon, Jonathan Taylor, is gonna be awful. Uh, Matt Ryan is way over the hill, and uh, I feel like the Broncos are starting to kind of get it together. However, so. losing Javante Williams is huge. And the injury to Russell Wilson's throwing arm—that's why I'm high on Jerry Judy. At least today, you're not gonna hear this in time to actually make a difference. But Cortland Sutton's been their deep guy. Jerry Judy's gonna be kind of that safer player. And I think because of the shoulder injury, he's gonna hug the inside, and that's why I think Jerry Judy's gonna have a better game. Not bad analysis right there. Let's move on. Um, oh, also, I would—I'm I'm gonna take the—I'm taking the under just because I don't think the Colts will score more than like 13 points. Yeah. Uh, but uh, give me the spread. I think the Broncos win by more than three. Okay. Uh, moving on here, we got the Bengals at the Ravens right now. The Ravens are favored by three and a half. The over/under is 48. This one is super tricky. This is one of the hardest games of the week, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going Ravens because they're home and they have two really bad losses that they should have won. So I think that they're hungry. The Bengals are just coming off a nice win. Uh, they might be a little content, right? Uh, so give me the give me the Ravens, and I will. I'm not taking the spread though. I, this is for sure a three point game. Yeah, honestly, this is going to be last two seconds kicking a field goal. I'll take the the over on 48 points though. I would also. I would also. I think this is going to be a big Evan McPherson game. Um, I think there are 
there's going to be issues. So looking at Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman last week, Rashad Bateman, I don't think is going to play dealing with a foot issue. If that happens, Devin Duvernay must start in your lineups. Must, must start. Uh, outside of that, Mark Andrews should get 15 targets. Because of that, if they get the ball rolling again and actually let him run, give me the Ravens. Uh, moving on here, we got the Chi- or uh, we got the Raiders visiting the Chiefs. I believe this is Sunday night or Monday night football. Is it? Is it Monday night? I don't know this one. I'll be honest. It's Monday or Sunday night. It's one of the primetime games. Uh, I'm totally going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, they're favored by seven. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily take the over. On that seven is seven points. Oh, over all day. Uh, maybe. Do the Raiders have not looked good? Yeah, but the Raiders play well against the Chiefs. I don't. I don't. That's the thing. That's I'm weird not. that they do that. Remember, they the, they do that. You're it's, not wrong, but Legarius Sneed has been playing out of his mind, and they're not using Devonte Adams correctly. No, well, maybe. Josh Jacobs is playing also. Josh Jacobs coming off the best year of his career or yeah, best. Week of his career, I don't think he's good. I like, I never have. He is good though. Like, I know. like, I like. You don't watch him, but that doesn't mean he's not good. No, and I like. I just think I'll say at least to me, he's been like the Andy Dalton effect of running backs. Like he's just mediocre. He's not bad. He's not good, but he's serviceable. Like that type of thing. And he's playing out of his mind. I thought Zamir White was going to come on a lot faster than this and just kind of like take the job. I don't know if this is going to be the year. Again, the way the Chiefs are playing and spreading the ball around, it's much more of an issue than it has been in the past. I am going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the over. I think they win by at least 15. That's a that's a huge spread. I think they're going to blow them oh. out. Like I think they're absolutely going to blow them out. Mahomes is going to sit partway through the fourth quarter. Ah, that very well could happen because I mean the Chiefs are coming off a really stellar performance against the Bucks, and that's a nice that's, that's a nice defense right that's there. That's difficult. And Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Wow, you came out of nowhere, guy. He's more Andy Dalton effect than anything. Probably. Or probably. actually, he's probably lower than that. Clyde has not been good. I mean, he's this good year? this year, but like his outside, career has not been good. Yeah, outside of that. Super underperformed with his projections. 100%. But this year, and honestly, the only thing the only thing different this year is he's getting touchdowns, Yeah, to be honest. It's Again, not you, like he's rushing all over teams. No, he's absolutely not. And the way they're using that passing game, even that one little like forehand flick that Mahomes did to him. Again, you're right place, right time. Maybe he's finally catching his rhythm. Do I think he gets another contract? No. But if you drafted him, you're getting him like the sixth, seventh, eighth round. Well done. Uh, moving on here, we got the Cowboys visiting the Rams right now. The Rams are favored by six. The over-under is 45. Uh, personally, I like the Rams in this game a lot just because why would you? I I, I understand the Rams have not looked as good in the you know this year compared to last year, but I would still put them in the top third of the league, and I don't care how good Cooper Rush is playing. He's still a backup quarterback. Oh, MVP, dude. I just, I, I can't. He is undefeated. <laughs> yeah. He's he's literally undefeated record, 4-0. And what Dak can is, you do? Dak is just defeated. Um, But yeah, dude, I'm taking the Rams, and I'm going to take that spread. I think they win by a touchdown. Fair enough. I'm going to go. See, this one's tough because there is an issue. CeeDee Lamb is not participating in practice, in practice today. I think that's worrisome. Dalton Schultz, you screwed me, dude. I thought you were going to be good. Wrong wrong uh but i do think the rams are going to squeak this out i think it's going to be an ugly game the rams offensive line is terrible but their pass rush is one of the better top three runs or teams in this of this year so looking at zeke looking at pollard i think it's going to be an issue they're going to force cooper rush to actually beat them and because of that i'm going to pick the rams uh all right aj the next game you got the pittsburgh steelers uh visiting the buffalo bills right now the 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 spread is 14 points to the bills the over under is 47 why are you picking the Bills in 10 seconds or less? So, Bills, super crazy. All right, 10 seconds or less. Bills, because they're better. Gabe Davis, be better. Devin Singletary, you can do it. Stefan Diggs. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. That's it. Yeah, my number one is in ten seconds or less. The reason the Bills are winning is Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. It's Kenny Pickett. Well, it, it, that doesn't matter. Yeah. My point is those two names. But honestly, keep neither one of those would beat Josh Allen and the Bills. Right. I think Kenny Pickett does have a rushing touchdown in this game. Honestly, he does like probably. To, he does like to those run. rookie cornerbacks. Yeah. Honestly, they're they're going to get out of the pocket. They're going to get a little bit frantic. Um, and obviously within the Bills' pass rush, they have Von Miller. They have some pieces there. It's going to be worrisome. Give me the Bills. And this is the first time ever in Mike Tomlin's entire career that they have ever been slated uh, uh, fourteen point deficit. Yeah. Which is crazy. It was thirteen and a half this morning. Was it? Yeah. And yeah. that never happened before either. No. I don't. I think the biggest slight that the Steelers ever had in his at least in the last like thirty years was like six and a half points. Dang. Yeah, there there is one thing to watch out for. Isaiah McKenzie's did spot a um, no contact jersey. Jamison Crowder snapped his ankle, probably done for the season. And Gabe Davis has a bunch of just lingering issues. He's and has not. He's fully good. healthy this week, though. He's he's this is so. Uh, yesterday was his first time as a full participant since week one. So Dang. I would start him again this week. I, I, I'll let you know. I doubted myself throughout this week. I was going to pull him out and substitute either in Bateman or Olave, but pump the brakes. He's just coming back finally healthy. Give him one more chance, right? Especially up against a, de- a team like this, where um, you know the Steelers have a great defense, and they're definitely going to try and stop Stefan Diggs from torching yeah. them. So the opportunities are going to be there for Gabe Davis, uh, especially with that Isaiah McKenzie being out as well. Yep. I think this is one more time to put Gabe Davis in. If he gives you another stinker, then then you can think about taking him yeah. out of the lineup, right? But keep him in for now. And I will mention, too, one last thing. I'll say his only touchdown came on a broken play off a trick play where he was open by 30 yards. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be a lot better. I'm with you. Honestly. Well, so this, he's, is, this is defeating. I mean, he's just, he's just, I mean, week three, I think he had like three targets. Yeah. So he, that was due to just being unhealthy. Um, I, however, of those three targets, I think two of them are red zone targets. Yeah. That's yeah. A, you, know, you like to see that, but you yeah. do like to see that. Get healthy. I'll say I'd love to see you down the stretch. All right, AJ. Uh, we got the Eagles at the Cardinals. The Eagles are favored by six and a half points over under 49. What you got? Bird battle. Going birds. I'm going to pick us go five and oh. I think this is one of those teams where we can absolutely destroy Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Like Honestly, if we can keep him in the pocket or just Hassan Reddick just takes his head off. I think this is one of those games. Yes, maybe Andy Isabella is back healthy. They still it. And- Andy Isabella? Yeah. Or no, he has time with the Bears. Yeah, yeah, he's with the Bears now. He's finally healthy. Sorry, practice squad. Yeah, read it in my mind. Uh, But honestly, the way that our run, our running is going, it's absolutely fantastic. I think our line can absolutely destroy their their defensive pass rush. Even with the injuries that we have, our line's playing well. Our D line's playing well. The six and a half is a little bit rich for me, so I would pick the under there. Um, But I would pick the over on the forty nine and a half. Yep, uh, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is interesting because he's either on or he's off. And when he's on, they're a good team. And when he's off, they're a really bad team. Is this, is this a double XP Call of Duty weekend? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, sh- um, shoot. I think the game is going to be closer than most people expect. But I, I mean, I still think the Eagles are going to win. Yeah. I mean, it. it's hard to pick against them at this point in the season. But who knows? Who knows? AJ maybe, Brown. maybe Cardinals catch some heat i doubt it but who knows aj brown always open i'm also taking the under though I'm, you know three four points sounds more realistic to me uh okay let's jump okay we gotta come over to the next set of game okay so the next game we got here we got the green bay packers visiting the new york giants this is the london game uh the packers are favored by eight points i think they're gonna win by even more is there really much to even say about this game? Nope, skip it. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers will probably throw for four touchdowns. He's Aaron Rodgers playing the Giants. 
Take the take the over. Yeah, I did finally drop Kenny Galladay. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. It was way overdue, but yeah. It's just so frustrating. You want him to do well. I want him to do well. They can't do anything with him. He is being paid too much. I don't think he. I don't think he wants to play for them. I don't think. I think. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, Moving on here, we got the Minnesota Vikings visiting Chicago. Or yes, I'm sorry, the Chicago Bears visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, The Vikings are favored favored by seven and a half points. Watching previous. Bears Vikings games of the last 20 years, I would not take that spread. This is absolutely going to be under us. This is going to be a, a three to four point game. It's going to go back and forth. It's in Minnesota. Yeah. I would take the spread. I'm not. I try, I know, like, I know you know the history better than I do, but I, I think this is one of those outlier years where it's not Cutler. Uh, even if it's Mike Glennon, Justin Fields, uh, unless he has like one of those games where he runs for 100 yards. Darnell Mooney has not been the guy that we thought he was. Cole Komet is an absolute ghost. Well, it's I don't I don't blame Komet or Mooney. You got to blame the, the Vikings offensive coordinator because he's not letting Fields throw the ball more than ten to fifteen times a game. Smart, which huh? is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, that is in today's NFL that is drastically low. Right. I I think it's rare to find a quarterback that throws less than twenty times a game, let alone to consistently throw ten to fifteen times a game. Unless it's a blowout, and in which case, if you're Patrick Mahomes, and you're like, I only have to throw the ball. But eight that's times. not this case. You no, know, it's not. it's it's not. The Bears are just bad, but. Vikings like to pay another there. thirty burger. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I know you want that. I do. Uh, we got the New England Patriots visiting Detroit Lions. Uh, my boy Bailey Zappi kind of showed up. He didn't look too bad. I, I mean, say Mac Jones is practicing though. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, I, I I was encouraged by Zappi's performance last Sunday. Yeah. He, you know, by no means was it like a holy crap. He's the next thing, but he did not look inept by any means he no, looked it, like he was supposed to be there and and to romo's point because romo was like he's going to be frantic for like these first couple plays let him kind of settle into a drive but let him watch the you know the pass rush figure out his progressions he definitely improved throughout that game if they start him um i still think they lose yeah i mean i i also am taking the lions um because i don't think mac jones is very good either no um but but yeah yeah definitely definitely go lions and i'm going to take the spread which is uh three points to new england surprisingly um, I would take that spot all day then, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's move on here. We got the Bucks uh, visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay is favored by nine points. I don't know if I would take the spread on that, but I do think Tampa is going to win. Yeah, I'd say they don't trust Marcus Mariota. They don't have Cordero Patterson. Uh, I did see we were in kind of a little bidding war for Caleb Huntley in the Sleeper League. Yep. Yeah, I'd say I did get him because I didn't want to spend the money on Mike Boone. Uh, but I think it's going to be one of those games where Marcus Mariota will throw the ball seven times. Hmm. They don't trust him anymore. Honestly, I do think it's Desmond Ritter time. Just give it up. Let the kid play. What's Marcus Mariota going to do? You obviously didn't trust him. They ran the ball, what, 14 times in a row in that last game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me the bucks. I'm not going to take that spread. Tom's going through what looks like probably a messy divorce. And do you trust the psychology of like a 45-year-old guy in a divorce? No. If his name is Tom Brady, I do. I guess you probably do, but we don't know the circumstances. So this is absolutely any other guy. Edge. No. <laughs> yeah. Any other guy. No. Um, but it definitely explains why Tom has looked as disheveled as he has. Um, but yeah, give me the bucks. Give me the under. What's the over under? Uh, doesn't matter. Bucks. It by. doesn't matter. Yeah. Bucks. Uh, moving on here. We've got the New York Jets visiting the Miami Dolphins, the Teddy Bridgewater Dolphins. Revenge this is game. going to be an interesting game. I think the Dolphins definitely win. Um, just because the Jets are still still trying to get it together. However, I think they look better than last year. They just yeah. still get, but they're coming off a nice win. That is true. Honestly, honestly, what what happened to Tua? We won't even talk about it. If you watch that game, you watch the replay over and over and over again. The it's NFL old news did, at this point, yeah. Too. Honestly, it's it shouldn't happen. But 
it's always fun to see Teddy step into that game, watching Teddy operate with Tyree Kill. I think that's something none of us could have ever imagined. Jalen Waddle is not practicing. If he does not play, go scoop up Cedric Wilson. I think it's going to be a monster play for you. You're welcome. Um, but outside of that, yeah, give me the Dolphins. Give me the over. Dolphins. Uh, next game, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Houston Texans. The Jack- the Jacksonville Jaguars are favored by seven points. I am definitely taking the Jags. I think they look way better than they have in previous years. Yeah. Doug Peterson really is, at this point, a good coach in my eyes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was giving you guys a run for your money. I know you were sweating for like Dude, the first half of that game. Bullets. Like, oh my bullets. goodness. They yeah. went up like 14-0 at one point. Yeah, right? yeah that's scary. Dude, my fiance was texting me and she was like, what is happening? And even I had to like take a look at myself and be like, I knew this was going to be a what trap game. Happening? This is like the way this happens. But no, Doug, Doug Peterson is turning this team, and I'm not going to say a legitimate contender, uh, but a team looking at it, dude, their, their secondary, which is such young players, is playing out of their minds. Their pass rush is actually decent. Christian Kirk should have had a better game last week, but you're definitely seeing promising signs in the next two to three years. It could potentially be a team that you're like, Jaguars in the playoffs again. I'm not saying that's this year, but it's a team to watch out for in the next three, four, five years. Absolutely. Uh, Trevor Lawrence definitely looks better this year than he did last year. Uh, we got three games left. We need to bowl through these because we're going long. We got the Washington Commanders visiting the Tennessee Titans. Washington is favored yeah. by... Uh, I apologize. Uh, the Titans are favored by one and a half points. This was actually kind of hard for me to pick. I'm going to go Titans because I think Derrick Henry is starting to catch some steam. Um, but what, what do you, what do you got? This game is gross. And I really don't want to talk about it. Give me the Titans. Carson, you're terrible. But I would love to see some more Jahan Dotson. But yeah, Titans. I don't even want to talk about the game. It's just ugly. Carson's not like that awful. He's pretty bad. He's doing pretty good in fantasy right now. No, he's not. He's like top 20, top 15. Well, it's because the first two weeks he threw seven touchdowns and has thrown like one or two touchdowns since. Well, that happens, you know. Come some slack. Don't be a hater. I am now. Uh, Carolina Panthers versus San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Uh, San Francisco is favored by six and a half points only, surprisingly. Niners uh, the over, Niners done. is going to crush them. They're, they're going to win like yeah. 30 to 10. Um, Baker is awful. Just awful. Yeah, Debo's just fantastic. I am so glad did that you, Loggy traded me. Did Debo. you did you see him troll Jalen Ramsey? Uh, I, not Debo. I saw the lineman. Okay, I'm going to show you after this, but it is hilarious. Debo posts a little thing where Jalen Ramsey steps up and he's like, it's game time. I'm here. And the next thing is with Debo's long run, literally stiff arms Jalen Ramsey oh, yeah, on the yeah, ground. Yeah. yeah, and he like clipped that together, posted it to Twitter. Debo, you nasty. Uh, last but certainly not least, uh, we have the – where is that game? The... Okay, we got the New Orleans Saints versus the Seattle Seahawks. This was – the, the like third hardest game for me to pick. Uh, the Saints are favored by five and a half points. However, the Seahawks are just surprising. Geno Smith is playing pretty darn well. Uh, I mean, they just put up like a 40 burger on whoever they just played. The Lions. Yeah, the Lions. 48. Yeah, that's a ton. That's a ton of points. I can't even remember what I submitted. It's, it's so hard. I think I went Saints, but like... This is so easy for the Seahawks to win. Honestly, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, give me the Seahawks. Rashad Penny, like, Kenny Walker is like, absolutely nothing at this point. Rashad Penny, just he's just that guy that sticks around, and it's so hard. It, it, it's tough to look past that. And the way they looked last week, Gino has proven himself to be a leader. The team has followed around him. I wish I didn't trade him for magic beans, honestly. Uh, but no, give me the Seahawks. I did, at the beginning of the season, think the Saints were absolute trash, Right now, we have a number four overall pick. I think they lose this game, and everyone looks at the Saints and go, wow, you do suck. They're not that bad. You're not even watching them. One and three. 
Yeah, well, Wanna things turn? happen. Things happen. Exactly. Um, things happen that AJ called. I would definitely 100% take the spread because even if New Orleans does win, I don't see them winning by no. five and a half points. Yeah. There's, that's just, why, there's just no way. That's part of why I would pick the Seahawks because, yeah, the spread is fantastic. And, yeah, you're welcome. All right. That being said, we're going to take a short little break here. Come back with five minutes of flexi action and mm. get you guys out of here because we got a game to watch. So yeah. we'll be right back. F L E X Y Flexi 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 All right, everybody, let's jump into some flexi action. I'm going to hit the wide receivers. AJ is going to hit the running back. So if you happen to have any of the players that got injured in the last two weeks, because there was a lot of them, this might help you out. Uh, If not, maybe your team is just bad and you need to pick up a player or two that might squeak a win out for you. Uh, So my first wide receiver, he might not be available in your league as he is now at this point swooped up in 89% of leagues. However, he might be on your bench if you do happen to have him uh, or if you can find him in free agency still, pick him up that would be chris olave wide receiver the new orleans saints i know aj was just talking him down talking down that team but michael thomas is still not playing uh james winston loves olave and olave just put up a pretty darn good game with andy dalton so the talent is there they trust him they're giving him targets Uh, i mean he's the number one wide receiver on that offense right now so if you need a last second play because you had someone that got hurt uh maybe you have michael thomas that's a good pick or that's a good backup. Throw him in. Uh, I wanted to start him last week, but I chickened out and then I lost out on some points there. Uh, frustrating because I would have won my match. Um, uh, that's a that's a deep yeah. cut for me. Uh, but yeah, who you got for a running back? All right. So I'm going to go deep as well. I'll say, honestly, we just talked about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. There is a player within the Chiefs running back room that I think is going to have room for improvement. I think the Chiefs absolutely blow him out. Isaiah Pacheco. Yes, he's one of those guys that maybe been picked up, dropped off waiver wires. I think this week, if they do pull up like they have, Isaiah Pacheco has been the guy that they've turned to. And I think ultimately, by the end of the season, Isaiah Pacheco is going to have a better season. If he's on the waivers, pick him up. I think he at least has a touchdown this this week. I'm not saying he's going to have 80 yards, but will be a guy that you can roster this week, start this week, and down the line, you're going to thank me. Uh, my next... Flexi wide receiver is going to be Romeo Dobbs. Uh, AJ earlier early in the podcast said that he thinks he's the guy. I kind of think he's the guy too now. I do kind of think it's more of a 1A, 1B with him and Lazard. Uh, but Romeo Dobbs has had two games now, back-to-back, eight targets. Um, put up double-digit scoring points in standard leagues. Is that going to win a game for you? Absolutely not. But that is the type of production you want from those players. And he is available in about 41% of leagues. So there's a very solid chance. He's just sitting in the free agency right now. So if you can, pick him up. Um, If not, if you can't, well, sorry. But start him if you got him. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I want to go with the player tonight, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, I think it's it's too deep. But I'm going to go Rashad White. Yes, they they do have a bad matchup. Just kidding. They play the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, This is going to be one of those games, again, it's going to be an absolute blowout for me. Um, I think looking at this game, Tom's going to have some issues. Uh, That's the thing. I'll say Chris Godwin is back. Julio Jones should be back. Mike Evans is back. Leonard Fournette is still healthy. But I think picking up this week, they play the Falcons, who do have the, the top seven, top eight rush defense. I don't think it matters this week. Honestly, I'll say looking at Lenny, they are starting to improve on Rashad White's touches in total and last week he did actually get a goal line touch when you're actually down and looking at that game that's a meaningful snap 
I want to see meaningful snaps out of my running backs. And when you're going to put him in in the red zone on like the two-yard line, that's a guy I want to roster. That's a guy I will start this week, especially if the Falcons cannot throw the ball. I think the Tampa Bay Bucks are absolutely just going to run the ball down their throats. If that happens, Lenny is not going to get 100% of those snaps, and he also has injury risks. Rashad White. My next and final flexi. Uh, is going to be Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup. Now, you might be saying, hey, Nick, that's not really a flexi. Gallup has been pretty solid as a wide receiver, too, the just, last couple just, years. Just came back. But he's, uh, he was injured, and he's just come, like AJ said, he's just coming back. He played his first um, his first game in almost a full year. Did he catch a touchdown? He caught a touchdown. He a now, touchdown. he only targeted three times, and you know they still have Cooper Rush playing. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but... I'll tell you one thing. It's encouraging that he at least caught a touchdown. Um, they might ease him in a little bit still. Uh, but but even if like he's not an immediate impact for your team this week or next week or even the week after, when Dak comes back, Michael Gallup is going to be a terror for other defenses. Uh, and he's available in 50% of leagues right now. So 50% chance that you can pick him up. So why why wouldn't you at this point? Unless you're you know 4-0 like me. Fair enough. Oh, shut up. I'm 0-4. Just, just so everybody's honest. Uh, my last one is going to... It's not that deep of a cut. But Chase Edmonds, I have already said, follow the money. Right now, Raheem Moster is definitely getting those touches. But who's getting the touchdowns? It's been Chase Edmonds. If you're looking at Teddy Bridgewater, they're going to want a guy who can't just... Yes, you can run the ball. Teddy's going to check down a lot. He's absolutely going to check down a lot. And Chase Edmonds has proven to be that guy. And if Jalen Waddle doesn't play for whatever reason, and you have Tyreek and Chase Edmonds, they could go two running back sets. I'd love to see it, especially if you're in a PPR league. Last week, you did have a receiving touchdown. With Teddy in this game, you have to take a step back within the Miami offense. I think Chase Edmonds will be a vital piece of this game. Yes, it's not going to be a sexy pick, but it will be a flexi pick and worth rostering. Uh, last, last running back I do want to say uh, is Tyler Algier. I thought you might say him. Uh, so yeah. Cordero Patterson injured right now. He's out. At least, he's on IR at least four weeks. Um, now it's going to be between Algier and Huntley. Caleb Huntley. Caleb Huntley. Caleb Huntley. Yeah. Uh, I targeted both. I because I am so not sure which one is going to be the guy. Watching the game, I definitely thought Huntley looked a little bit more impressive. But Algier is the new rookie toy type thing. So yeah. I think they're probably going to give him a better chance so he is either going to run away with it or Huntley's going to end up being the guy but Tyler right. Algier that's another guy I'd pick up only reason I didn't I'll tell you the facts they play Tampa Bay this week they play San Francisco next week they play Cincinnati the week following and then they play Carolina yeah those are a lot of good front seven. that's why it's like I look at it and like as much as I'd love to say go play him this week against Tampa one of the best run defenses in the league that's where I have issues again Caleb Huntley is, should be a beast um, but just looking at the next couple of weeks I don't want to tell you to roster him when you're he's probably going to sit on your bench and then Cordero is going to come back right yeah. understandable all right guys we're going to get out of here uh, we got a game to watch we hope you found some value in this we'll be back next week Jared will be back all three of us and uh, we'll Been make fun of each other so it'll be a fun time it's going to be fun all right well thanks for for having me back good to be back and uh, we'll see you next week this is Nick signing off AJ peace out